is uh, Dr. Stephen Ricks. He's a professor of Hebrew and cognate learning at Brigham Young University. And uh, in addition to his serious predilection for gummy bears, he is currently a participant in the Book of Mormon Names Project that will result in a book uh, and appear this next year. Uh, and also um, a great scholar and friend. By way of explanation, my <clears throat> presentation today uh, on prayer with uplifted hands in the ancient world is not a finished paper, but is a PowerPoint uh, that um, I will be uh, happy to share with you. Uh, the tradition of prayer with uplifted hands is uh, of very uh, ancient uh, origin. This is probably not quite. Uh, yeah, so we, okay, so we, okay, so the, the questions are answered. <clears throat> Prayer with uplifted hand is an extraordinarily ancient phenomenon. Uh, we find an example of <clears throat> the arms uplifted uh, and uh, <clears throat> If one takes a look at the, the examples on the bottom, the palms either facing inward or outward, but this particular attitude of prayer is to be found in pre-literary Europe, dating from the first, from the fourth millennium BC, making it over 5,000 years old. <clears throat> the, from ancient Egypt, there were are further examples of prayer with uplifted hand. The one that in uh, Egyptian is pronounced dua uh, has the arms uplifted and the palms facing outward, and uh, that means praise or adore. The other one, knees with uh, the arms uplifted but the palms facing inward, means to request, summon, or supplicate. We have, in, in the case of dua, uh, <clears throat> praising or adoring, several examples. This one from Al Amarna with, uh, on the left hand side, Akhenaten, Amenophis IV, and on the right, Nefertiti, his wife and bride with their children <clears throat> in the attitude of uh, prayer and praise in front of the sun disk, Aten. Here uh, in this particular uh, relief dating from the 14th century BC, it's in um, the New Kingdom, Egypt, uh, to be found in the Temple at Abydos. The married couple, uh, whom we see on the left-hand side, are approaching Osiris, the Lord of the Dead, who is flanked on the right by his uh, wife, uh, Isis. The uh, two uh, on the left suggest that even in ancient Egypt, families were forever, and uh, the a tradition that is reflected in a song um, from <coughs> Mozart's Magic Flute, Manum Weib, Weib und Man, Reichen an die Gottheit an, 
Um, men and women together achieve uh, divinity is uh, true in ancient Egyptian thought. Uh, this is from the Book of the Dead. Uh, Utu Bakrit is facing uh, with palms upward in the attitude of prayer the uh, goat deity Mendes, not Sergio, but Mendes. Uh, <laughs> we, we proceed from there to Nice uh, with the the sense of request, summon, and supplicate, that is the palms, the arms uplifted, the palms facing inward. The one, and is the, the uh, premier example of this that I want to share with you is from Facsimile 1, uh, from the uh, Doctrine and Pearl of Great Price. And we read in <coughs> uh, Abraham 1.15 this as a textual evidence for prayer with uplifted hands in the attitude of supplicating. As they lifted up their hands upon me that they might offer me up and take away my life, behold, I lifted up my voice unto the Lord my God, that is, supplicated to the Lord, and the Lord hearkened uh, to uh, hearken and heard, and he filled me with the vision of the Almighty, the angel of his presence stood by, by me and immediately unloosed his hands." We continue on ancient Mesopotamia. We bear in mind ancient Egypt had their prayer with uplifted hands, palms facing outward, palms facing inward. In Mesopotamia, we only have examples of palms facing inward. We have a couple of words that suggest this, the Sumerian shu'ila, that means to pray, but literally means the hand raised and the Sumerian shu kiritag, uh, also meaning to pray, but uh, to touch the hand to the nose, suggesting that the uh, palms are facing inward uh, and uh, the hand touches the nose. Parallel to that, we find the Akkadian Semitic nash kati, which means to raise the hand, and the Akkadian patu to open the hand, all of which can be translated as pray. Here we see examples, this particular one from the new, uh, late Sumerian period, uh, where worshipers are approaching uh, the divine king. They are, all are in the attitude of prayer with their palms facing inward. Uh, here. This is on the uh, stele of Hammurabi, whose code is world famous and which is uh, found in the Louvre uh, today. We see Hammurabi standing before the patron deity of Babylon, Marduk. Uh, uh, Hammurabi it has his arm upraised, his face, uh, palm facing inward in the attitude either of worship or of supplication. And here, this is from the late Babylonian period. Again, we see the, the palm, uh, arms upraised, but the palm facing inward, whether for praise or for supplication. Ancient Israel and formative Judaism are, are quite interesting. Uh, ancient Israel did not uh, have images of living individuals. In the old period, in later periods, they did. This particular figure 
is from the Israelite period, but it is from a Canaanite um, relief. This uh, particular one is uh, of a, a, a Canaanite figure with arms upraised, and I am guessing, uh, in, according with the Israelite tradition, palms facing outward, either in praise and adoration or in supplication, and we will see literary examples of that in both instances. We read this, Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel, spread forth his hands toward heaven and said, Lord God of Israel, I am seeing this particular instance as one of praise or adoration uh, and uh, literature words are the substitute for uh, images in the Israelite uh, period. Here again we see Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication unto the Lord. He arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread up toward heaven, which I, I'm figuring is with the palms facing outward. And here again, we have an example of praise or adoration. I will raise my hands to you because you have answered me and are my salvation. That's um, from Psalm 118.21. Here we have a, a difference in sense where the, original, the first three were examples of praise or adoration. This one suggests uh, request, supplication, or um, um, a, um, uh, seeking uh, assistance. Here we read in Isaiah 115, when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. This probably suggests supplication uh, with prayer with uplifted hands. Again, in Psalm 28.2, hear the voice of my supplication. So here we get the word supplications, suggesting it's not simply praise, adoration, but it's request uh, and supplication too. When I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward thy holy oracle. And in Psalm 143.6, again, supplication. I spread up my hands to you. My soul is as a land languishing in thirst after you. Whereas in the early Israelite period, there were no images of living beings. In later Judaism, there are examples of living beings being represented. This particular one is of the uh, reflects the story, the miracle of uh, the water from the rock at Horeb, uh, and all of the figures that one sees flanking Moses, who is in the center of this particular image, represent the various tribes of Israel. And uh, the story itself, we read from Exodus seventeen five through six. The Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod, 
wherewith thou smotest the river, take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock in Horeb. Thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. Uh, the miracle was performed. And here we see a cleaned up image of uh, reflecting the story of this particular miracle. These figures standing in front of tents representing the various tribes of Israel all have their arms upraised and their palms facing forward in the traditional Jewish uh, Israelite Jewish tradition, I'm guessing that in the attitude of praise or adoration of God for the mighty miracle that he performed. We go on from there to the Greco-Roman world. Uh, we see literarily uh, a couple of examples of prayer with uplifted hands. From the Argonautica, <clears throat> Apollonius of Rhodes writes, the women raised their hand to the sky in prayer to the immortals. And uh, Virgil's Aeneid, which in its own way reflects uh, ancient uh, uh, Hellenistic uh, predecessors, says this in translation, he lifted to the stars his unfettered hands. We have several instances of this, this from Magna Graecia, Greek-speaking part of southern Italy. This, um, a, a, an example from uh, the Etruscans, uh, this from the uh, earlier Hellenic period, this, uh, an image uh, from the Roman period, this is of Libya, but uh, of a woman with her arms upraised palms facing forward. In fact, in uh, the Greco-Roman world, it was possible that palms were either facing uh, outward or the palms facing inward in an attitude of prayer, either supplication or praise or adoration. Early Christianity uh, has some interesting examples, both literally as well as artistically. In 1 Timothy 2.8, we read, I will that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. In this particular example, a cylinder seal dating from the second, a third century AD, it shows uh, Daniel uh, is as a child uh, flanked on either side by lions in the lion's den. He has his arms upraised in prayer, the palms facing outward. The uh, lions are looking just a little bit threatening. <laughs> Maybe their, paw, their paws are facing outward, but their jaws are facing right toward him. <laughs> These examples come from uh, the catacombs. Uh, they're, uh, they depict women in the attitude of prayer. Again, following this venerable Israelite Jewish tradition, arms upraised, palms facing outward. That's one. Uh, this, another catacomb depiction of a woman with arms upraised, palms facing outward. This from Naples. These earlier two were from Rome. This is from Naples, palms facing outward. John Chrysostom writes this that also suggests the attitude of prayer. 
was with uh, arms upraised. When thou art weary of praying and dost not receive, consider how often thou hast heard a poor man calling and hast not listened to him. It is not for stretching out thy hand in prayer that thou shalt be heard. Stretch forth thy hand not to heaven, but to the poor. And here we see a relief of a Coptic monk uh, in the attitude of uh, prayer, a prayer of praise and adoration with his arms upraised, palms facing outward. Latter-day Saint uh, scripture and uh, history has at least one very interesting example, one that we find in Alma, chapter 31 of the Zoramites. They had a place built up in the center of their synagogue, a place for standing, the Ramiumtum, which was high above the head. The top thereof would only admit one person. Therefore, whosoever desired to worship must go forth and stand upon the top thereof and stretch forth his hands towards heaven and cry with a loud voice. Uh, we see an artist's depiction of this particular scene in the background. We see the individual on top of the stand, the Ramayomtum, with his arms uplifted, the palms facing outward. But also uh, this particular um, artist's depiction uh, done by the um, artist Annie Henry also shows women also being affected by the pride and arrogance of the Zoramites. And allow me to observe this. The more contrived and faked the piety, and, uh, such as prayer with uplifted hands, the more slavishly it will imitate, imitate genuine original models. We conclude uh, with uh, these observations. First, prayer with uplifted hands is a very nay, extremely ancient practice. It is over 5,000 years old, at least 5,000 years old, going from the earliest period of Egyptian art, which is uh, the fourth millennium BC, down to the present time, over uh, 5,000 years. Prayer with palms facing outward, symbolizing praise or adoration, and with palms facing inward, uh, symbolizing supplication, is a part of the Egyptian tradition. Prayer with palms strictly uh, facing inward for either praise or, um, or supplication is a characteristic of the Mesopotamian tradition. Prayer with palms facing outward, symbolizing, as I've shown you from some of the texts, both praise and adoration, as well as supplication, is a characteristic of the Israelite Jewish Christian tradition. Uh, and uh, let me <clears throat> summarize with uh, a quotation from the Doctrine and Covenants, section 88, verse 120, where we do have this notion of prayer with uplifted hands. This is in the section that deals with the commandment to build a temple. Uh, 
among other things, we read uh, that your incomings into this temple may be in the name of the Lord, that your outgoings may be in the name of the Lord, that all your salutations may be in the name of the Lord with uplifted hands unto the Most High. Thank you very much. We have about five minutes for questions. Yes. Is there any, uh, any kind of symbolism? When someone is under arrest, they raise their hands up. That is. Honestly, I, I can't tell you. Well, supplication, not, not praise. <laughs> praise the Lord. Uh, what do you do when somebody, uh, do you say thank you when somebody gives you a ticket? No, maybe, maybe not. It, I, I think it's just, just a way of saying, I don't have any weapons in my hand. Um, yeah. Now, was it, was it, I thought I read something that in uh, 19th century Mormonism, when Priest was the sacrament. Yes, yes, yes. That that is that's true. That is true. Um, in, uh, in the sacrament prayers, as they were practiced among the early Latter Day Saints, included prayer with hands uplifted. That that was a practice uh, that was uh, the case in um, early, earlier Latter Day Saint history. I, I I think it has only been. Um, it only ceased within the last century. The first century, it did it take place. Yes? Uh, the, this one at the Kirkland Temple, uh, my understanding is further back, or somebody talked about, they actually, did they not actually practice this, that to get into the temple, instead of going to the Lebanon desk, recited something to raise your hand, I, don't know that? I don't know about that. Honestly, I don't. Yes? Okay, uh, there are two of you. You first, and uh... what example or similarities any you discovered in the farms? There are instances of uh, this particular practice in East and South Asia prayer that also includes hands uplifted, whether the palms face out or the palms face inward. But there are many examples. A book that I used as a source for this uh, in German, Erhobene uh, Hände, which means uplifted hands, uh, cites numerous examples, artistic and literary, from East and South Asia of prayer with uplifted hands in that part of the world. Yes? That, that's right. Ancient Israel did not have art that depicted in, uh, humans. Does that, does that omission uh, also correlate to the literature of post exilic Israel? No. Uh, in uh, the, the intertestamental, that is, the Second Temple period, the 
strictures, the prohibitions on depicting the human body were loosened to the extent that they could be shown. And that one particular um, image that I showed you is from uh, a synagogue dating from the third century AD. And uh, there they are able to show human figures. Yes. Is it assumed that the what origin of this practice is Adam when he was cast out of the Garden of Eden? I can't say I can't speak to that. I can say this that prayer with uplifted hands is an exceptionally ancient practice. So I don't want to, to deal with the question whether Adam did it, but it, it is an exceptionally ancient practice. One more, yes, brother. Any thoughts as to the timeline, perhaps, of history to help us, latter day Israel, know the appropriateness of the hands of the outside of the Again, honestly, I don't know. I just uh, focus on the question of uh, prayer with uplifted hands um, in the ancient world without focusing on the Latter-day Saint tradition. So one would need to use one's own good judgment on that. Well, thank you very much.